started to wonder, and I wondered, which led me to wonder. I had to wonder. I started to wonder. I couldn't help but 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 wonder. Um, hello, gamers. Welcome hello? To- hello? Gamers? Welcome to Seagulls Make Do. I'm Alex, and I'm your little Manhattan bitch. I'm Stephanie, and I'm Sue Stanford, the ghost realtor. <laughs> uh, yeah. Welcome back, everyone. It. I mean, it hasn't, it's been the same amount of time for you guys. It feels like it's been years for us, and I know we say that all the time. Well, but it's it been is. eons because we recorded early last week with Sarah and we're recording like later this week with us. Yeah. So it just feels like it's been so long. And you know, we're millennials. We don't have a good gauge on time. Like things could have happened fucking months ago for all we know and it happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. But we are, we're talking about season four, episode five, Ghost Town. So we're getting a bit paranormal. Welcome to the last ah! podcast on the left. Ah, I'm scared. There's a ghost. (laughs) It's like the show knew that we were entering into, like, September, which is ghost season. And uh, we were right on schedule. I mean, everyone sort of considers, like, October to be... The first of October is like, oh, it's Halloween now. Nuh-uh. Uh-uh. If you're listening to the show, that means you're a fan of me. And... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> I, because I was born a goth and I had porcelain dolls as a child. Um, you should celebrate Halloween first of September because September is my month. It is your month because you were born twenty three years ago from very soon from now. Mm. So not today, but not today. Like two weeks from the day this is out. Actually, if we release mm-hmm. on Sundays, then it will come out on my birthday. An episode, wow. so I can't believe everyone's getting you as a present on your birthday. <laughs> what do I get? <laughs> oh, my lovely, lovely listeners. I love you all very much. Should we talk about the episode? I feel like I, we're just trailing off topic. I think we could. We could. It's season four, episode five, Ghost Town. And New York is pretty terrifying. It turns out that there's ghost ghouls and also, like, an actual ghost in Miranda's apartment, not just their boyfriends. Yeah, their boyfriends are ghouls, though. Don't get it twisted. (laughs) Yeah, although we don't see the head honcho ghoul this week. Like, Mr. Big Ghoul isn't here, thank God. It didn't get too spooky. Yeah. They're saving the real scary shit for October. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, we start with uh, Miranda getting her morning coffee. And obviously we have our Carrie voiceover and she's saying that there are a lot of scary things in New York, but nothing scarier than running into your ex before you even had your morning coffee. (laughs) True. Don't even consider running into me if you're my ex and I haven't had my coffee yet. (laughs) Yeah, she runs into Steve. Yeah, and he's like, Miranda, I'm scary now. And uh, she's kind of spooked, but she's trying to play a cool... uh, He's opening a bar. Good for him. Yeah, controversial opinion. I really like Steve this episode. I liked him this episode too, even though I feel like the bar logo that they had was like it was kind of shit. Just, it was um, 
it was like you know the descendants logo like if he had a dog yeah it was kind of like what if we tried to make like lazy doodle kind of chic but like it's not because we're doing it on purpose it's because we don't we can't do anything better yeah yeah but uh, i didn't it was very 90s it was very like post-punk <laughs> true i mean <laughs> steve's Steve's as punk as they get, so. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, uh-huh. But, yeah, he's there, and he's like, I'm opening a bar. You should come to the opening. It'd be so cool. And Brand is like, yeah. <laughs> and then his girlfriend comes out, and she says, oh, yeah, we'd, we would really love if you came. And Miranda yeah. has a mental breakdown on the phone to Carrie. I kind of i feel like they purposely cast someone who like also had kind of short hair to kind of be like oh she's kind of like miranda too (laughs) well she's like six foot tall she is very tall yeah she's She's tall and she's blonde she's not a redhead no she's very and she's very tall she's like model-esque i think she probably is a model um yeah probably she's she's very pretty too and she doesn't Mm -hmm. really act like yeah, she has really. one line and she never shows up again so um <laughs> it's fine <laughs> she's, she's very tall and pretty and i love to see her but yeah mm-hmm. M- miranda calls carrie in the morning carrie's woken up and she's like oh you know carrie basically says like well carrie doesn't really say anything actually not really but she's just kind of like you should go because miranda's like i'm allowed to just not go right like i don't need to go to my ex's bar opening and carrie's like no you have to go you're supposed to be friends right and that's like pretty much all she adds to the conversation like that's it (laughs) other than miranda also is kind of just she kind of goes off for a bit about how like when they were together steve didn't do anything and now that they're like broken up he's like opening a bar which was her idea and like doing all this stuff which, I mean, is kind of true. Like, mm-hmm. he he didn't really do much. And, like, that was the whole problem was that she's very career-focused and ambitious and he wasn't. And, obviously, now that he is setting up his own sort of career in a longer, longevity situation, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's a lot to think about. And Carrie's mm-hmm. just really no-selling it, which is a bit rude. And I, yeah. I kind of, I'm like, she doesn't actually have to go. If it's still painful to see someone, then don't see them. Yeah, it's kind of like you're not obligated. Like, it's not going to kill him if you don't show up. Like, he probably won't even notice if it's a big opening and there's a lot of people there. Yeah. (laughs) He might be a little bit hurt, but then even if you just do the adult thing and you just say, I think it would be a little bit awkward or I already had – lie, lie, say you already have plans. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not that unbelievable. No. And Carrie even says that, like, she's she'll go with her, so... Mm. But then we get a smash cut to the girls <laughs> at brunch. And yeah. And Carrie pulls down the invitation, slams it down on the table, and it says, uh, Steve Brady and Aiden Shaw. <laughs> so, yeah, Aiden, turns out Aiden's a silent partner. And it's also his bar, which uh, he's not a silent partner if he's putting his name on it. And that's what I was thinking, too. I was like, okay, literally just – and I feel like silent partner kind of just implies that all you're doing is, like, putting money into it. But he's, yeah. like, clearly done a lot of work for this entire thing. Like, I don't – like, I don't – what has Steve done? Like, out of the like, two of them, Steve is the one who seems to have not done anything. When they go to the bar later on in the episode, it's very clear that Steve – 
like Aiden had a part in designing the interiors, which you oh, which fully. makes sense because he's a carpenter. So like he obviously isn't a silent partner if he had anything to say and do about it. Like yeah, and he seems like <sighs> the one who had like savings and money, who's like, able to actually put money into this. Whereas like I don't like I think Steve's just there. <laughs> Steve, I guess, has the you know the experience of working in bars for a long time and aiden has the money but like so it makes sense from like a business point of view but that's not what a silent partner means no (laughs) um so carrie's obviously like i'm not going because i didn't agree to go and see my ex-boyfriend who i cheated on so i'm not going um yeah and uh, well miranda's like oh you're a bad friend blah 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 and i guess turning carrie's argument against her of you know being friends with your ex quote unquote yeah well she was she is being a hypocrite like it was yeah. like literally one scene ago where she was like yeah just go your friends and it's like <laughs> okay. i mean i guess it ended worse in carrie's case yeah carrie's was very different they did kind of run into each other like that one time and things yeah. were okay it, they seemed kind of normal and he had like a new girlfriend or whatever and I, you know, I don't know but yeah carrie's just like nope not gonna do it and yeah. uh so samantha says she'll go because she could use a night away from maria because like all they do is take baths and talk about their feelings which is like I mean, just what Charlotte says is like that's just a relationship. Yeah, that sounds really nice. Like as a single person, I would love to take baths. Also, my new house doesn't have a bath, so I might kill myself. Like, no, that's so sad. I know. I've just been sitting down in the shower. Like, I can't. Yeah, I can't wash myself standing up. Like, who the fuck do you think I am? No, that's awful. <laughs> So, yeah, I would love a bath and I would love to talk to someone. Uh, and, you know, be cute. I just, like, don't understand Samantha in this episode. Well, I don't understand her for the most part in this episode because, like, the very next scene, her and Maria are going out together. And Maria's just like, we could be at home right now. We could be taking a bath. We could just be doing nothing and not at this bar. And I'm like, this is literally me when I go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, I sort of see both sides because, you know, I'm an ambivert, I suppose. Like, I like to go out. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I do love baths. They're really fun. It's true. And I feel like you do need a good mix. Like, if all they've been doing is staying at home, it's like, yeah, you should probably go out and do something. Yeah. <laughs> but and you're still I definitely together. get it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but when they're at the bar, all these guys start coming up to Samantha and flirting with her and just, like, start chatting or, like, they clearly know her and everything. And Maria's just kind of like, who the fuck are all of these men? Like, Well, it's not even that they know her. Like, they're asking her out. Like, the bartender says to her, oh, I finish at four. Which, finishing at 4 a.m.? I, I don't have time for that. Uh, no, and then- that's awful. Yeah, that is how I remember my friend once said like, oh, there's a job opening uh, at my place of work. And I was like, oh, cool. What are the times? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's a uh, nine till four. And That's- I was like, in the morning, four in the morning <laughs> is when I would leave work. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, no. Yeah, no, that's a horrible. Like, I'm a night person and I would way rather work like four in the morning 
as a start time than get off work at four in the morning. Oh my Who god! Who's still out at bars at four in the morning? Like that is horrifying to me. Oh, I was yeah. I I I couldn't. I mean, I need money donate to yeah. the Patreon, but like I couldn't. Yeah, I could not. Anyway, I don't get it. <laughs> but yeah, so one guy's like, "I f- this is when I finish. Meet me after." Another guy mm. comes up to them called Sean, and he's flirting with Samantha quite heavily. And it's like, we should meet up sometime. And Samantha's like, yeah. And doesn't introduce Maria to him. Yeah. To the point it's... that Maria has to say, oh, we have plans Saturday. <sighs> just to get this guy away from her. Like, she's not even looking at Maria, not talking about her, not saying, oh, I was someone. And, you know, she's obviously feeling slighted. Yeah. And I get it. Like, it's just, it. it is uncomfortable i don't know especially when it's like to the degree that like the bartender who's like i'm off at four he like gives them a free drinks and stuff like that like he it's just yeah i don't know i get it it's definitely a different vibe of like you know if i was working in a bar and my friend came in i might give him a free drink Mm -hmm. he's not a friend you know He's, he's he's an ex um so yeah maria's pissed off and then we go to charlotte and she is bed shopping, I suppose. I guess. Yeah, they're, they want to get a new bed because I guess currently the one that they have is super, super firm and Charlotte hates it. And like, it's clearly very picked out by Bunny. And Couldn't be me. Uh, I love a firm mattress. Yeah, I mean, I don't want it to be too soft or too firm. You know, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a happy medium, but like... Basically, she's like waiting for Trey to show up, and then Bunny shows up, which is that's a you know a red flag. I don't I don't like that. Mm. And, About uh, once a year, though, I sleep on my floor just because it's like really hard, and I quite like it. <laughs> I'm the kind of person who doesn't really need a pillow that much, just because like I don't really care how hard the bed is that much. But it's kind of just like I don't want my head too elevated because it's just uncomfortable on my neck. So like I can yeah. fully just sleep with my head like on the bed. I have like one of those like curvy ergonomic pillows, and I just have that, and it's like oh that fucking rules. My neck has never been better. I need one of those because I sleep like on my side and stomach a lot, and so it's not very good for my neck. <laughs> No. So I need that. But would recommend. Um <laughs> But yeah, I so the mattress or not even mattress shopping, like bed frame shopping, I suppose, and then getting a mattress after, which makes sense. Um mm-hmm. but Bunny's all like, Oh, you know, she wants to get all these old fashioned beds, she needs to have a dust cover. I don't know what, what the that is. fuck is this dust cover thing? Like, like a dust ruffle. I think it you know like in hotels where they have like a like a banner at the bottom like the feet of the bed yeah it's, i guess so it's there so it collects the dust off the floor and you don't see the sort of the unsightly under the bed um and then you can just wash it and put on another one but then how am i supposed to see my cats exactly and mm. charlotte's like well a lot of the modern beds don't need dust ruffles uh, and Bunny's like, no, no, no. You need to, you need to have like this old-fashioned mahogany bed, extra firm mattress. I don't know why this show hates firm mattresses. Can't yeah. relate. Like, <laughs> can you not fuck on a firm mattress or something? I'm sure it's fine, but Charlotte <laughs> hates it, and uh, she does hate it. 
<laughs> a tray does show up and then Bunny like lies down on this really firm bed and she's just like, oh, this is absolutely perfect. And Trey lies down on it with her and they're like, Charlotte, you gotta try it out. And it's like, it's a bed. Yeah. And then so the three of them are lying on the bed with Trey in the middle. It's very um edipal. That's with the symbolism. Oe. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? Freudian. I, I think I get it. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, they're all lying in the bed, and Charlotte's like, "Okay, this is ridiculous. Like, uh, what's going on? I don't get it." Like Charlotte is. I mean, Charlotte's very open with the fact that she does not like Bunny. I don't blame her because Bunny's the fucking worst. Like, it's just like she. Mostly, it's just I don't know how. I just feel like Charlotte knew from so long ago that she was dating a man whose mother was – the relationship him and his mother have is fucking weird. Yeah. And I don't know what she expected because, like, she's known about this since before they got married, that she's a fucking weirdo about her son. I mean, okay, I think mommy issues are, like, worse than daddy issues because – Everyone has this thing of like, oh, oh, that girl's got daddy issues. And like, yeah, okay, I do. Or I have a lot of issues with my father. I've spoken about it to my therapist. Calm down. <laughs> but because men, men don't go to fucking therapy, they don't address yeah. their issues with their mother. And they're so much worse. There's so much shit going on here where it's like, he cannot make a single decision himself. Like, no. she makes Every call, every shot in his life is Bunny's decision. And he's just like, you know best, mother. And I'm a 12-year-old, 50-year-old. So, well, Yeah, exactly. Like, it's it's the old thing. It's like I said previously, men want a mother they can fuck. Obviously, mm-hmm. this isn't all men. But there are definitely men who want someone who will just cook and clean and run around after them. And then mm-hmm. suck their dick at the end of the day. Yeah, and that's Trey. Trey's never yeah. had to do anything for himself. He doesn't know how to. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're a fucking... You bet, well, you spent eight years in medical school. Yeah, it's fucking wild to me that someone can be, like, a doctor where you're like, you have to know so many things, and yet he can't do fucking anything. <laughs> it's so stressful to me. And Bunny just, like, loves it. Like, she just... She thrives on controlling everything that he does. And Charlotte's just like, what the fuck just let us pick out our own goddamn bed like you're not the one sleeping in it what the fuck is wrong with you like i get it i'm a virgo but also if i have a son like he's on his own i'm not doing that shit well it's like (laughs) learn how to do your own shit and just buy what you like isn't parenting like preparing your child for the world like shouldn't that be what parenting is it's supposed to be but yeah it's clearly not what happened here so Uh, but then we go to Miranda, and she's in her bed with her cat, and she, we still don't know this cat's name. She calls it Fatty again, which she called it last time, too, I think. I think his name is Fatty. Okay. It's not even a very fat cat, but... No! It's, it's you know, fluffy. Yeah. But it's not, but, f- like, fat. No. Um, also, don't fat shame your cat. True. <laughs> He's perfect. I and mean, like, you could be fat and perfect, but maybe don't make it into a nickname. It's a little bit weird, but... Yeah. But then I, she's cuddling with Fatty, and then she's like, do you hear that too, boy? Like, it gets very lassie. She... Uh, there's, like, a banging upstairs, and she decides there's a ghost. Yeah, she decides... She makes 
this call, I guess, which is like, has she never lived in a building before? <laughs> well, yeah, so it goes quite quickly. We spend like 30 seconds on this, and then it goes straight to the dinner that they're having with the girls. And uh-huh. Miranda says, oh, the weird thing is that no one lived upstairs. Which, like, have you never heard of house settling? Yeah, buildings just make noise. That's just what yeah. they do. Like, I, like, did you not learn this when you were like eight? <laughs> it's fucking like pipes or a boiler or something. Jeez. Like, uh-huh. Because I mean, I'm like, I'm someone who does believe in, you know, paranormal things with a pinch of salt. I'm kind of, you know, I'm like, yeah, I believe stuff happens. Um, but there's nothing else. It's not like, oh, you know. It gets really cold in my room, or there's strange smells, or something's off. Like she's just like I felt a presence, and uh, uh, there was a noise, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, um, but like, like the other girls do seem to kind of believe her. Like Charlotte's like, yeah, my grandma had a ghost once until she told it to leave. <laughs> and her other like her other claim is that oh, Fatty heard it too, which yeah, it, it has ears. Cats hear everything. I don't understand. Like, it could have just, like, my cats will just turn their head because they saw a thing on the wall. Like, it mm. doesn't have to be from a noise. I remember, because I remember I read this book. I had this, because I, like I said, I was a goth child. Um, and I had a book that was all about, like, paranormal stuff. And mm-hmm. I remember in it, it said that pets, animals, and children, young children could sense ghosts and paranormal stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are cases of dogs and cats like getting really freaked out for no reason but the cat just looked just <laughs> yeah heard something it? like it's not like it it's like it went on edge and everything spiked up and it's like it was in panic mode for no reason at all yeah plus this is like the first time this has ever happened like and she's lived there for two years and i also really hate that the story never really gets resolved at the end like they tr- they they end up making it like about symbolic ghosts more than anything not about like actual ghosts so we i have- would l- i would mm-hmm. love though what if it turned into like a paranormal show like buffy that would be really fucking good was it <laughs> it was love felicity it. that was like randomly there was time travel for no reason it was just like a normal teen show and then they're like okay now we're gonna have time travel in season three i, I don't know that. but that's really good i mean lost did that but lost was already like a supernatural kind of weird show so it wasn't that weird that they put time travel into it but i, I would just love if there's like no i'm a ghost and it's an old man that died in her apartment and now they're friends that would be really good but like th- I don't know. The other girls think they can just tell it to leave because, like, Charlotte, <laughs> Charlotte's like that. And then Samantha says a ghost took me in Switzerland. And she says, uh, she says she knows how to handle ghosts, like, and how you're supposed to just ask it to leave and it'll go away or something. Yeah. Um, Miranda then thinks that she, she tells Charlotte that it's discrimination that Charlotte is like, oh, I used to be scared until I moved in with Trey. And she's like, so you're, I'm getting haunted because I'm single? This is discrimination. <laughs> Being discriminated against. <laughs> well, she's a lawyer. I guess phone the ACLU. Um, I, uh, I like the idea of just telling the ghost to leave. Like, that's what happened at the end of The Exorcist. They're so, like, okay, can you go? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're done here. <laughs> yeah. Can you leave my house? Like, I'm, like, I'm sorry. You've been really rude. My daughter's been crawling up and down the stairs backwards, vomiting everywhere. You've made a huge mess. Can you go? 
<laughs> and then the demon's just like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I'll leave. Yeah. I'm I'm so sorry. I'll pay for all the damages. I it mm-hmm. was a mistake. Um, yeah. But yeah, I there is no resolution to this plot line. It's stupid. I guess we should move on. Yeah, Carrie then goes and asks her question. She we we see that she still has the chair that Aiden made for her. So it's like even though you're not really there, it's kind of like the ghost of him is still there. You know, <gasps> the ghost of you by My Chemical Romance. I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes to sit at her computer and type up her question, which is just like, are we haunted by the spirits of relationships past? So and then Carrie turns into um. <laughs> into a World War II soldier storming Normandy yeah. and dies. <laughs> God, I wish she did. <laughs> oh my God. That is the be- I, I vividly remember watching that video for the first time and crying. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I think I was also learning about World War II like at school at the time and I was just having an emotional moment. Yeah. But I was like, this is art. And I was not wrong. You weren't wrong. Everything my chemical romance has ever put out has been high art, and I'm not going to hear anything to the contrary. <laughs> so, like, remembering, do you remember the first time? Where's the, I? Have you seen the video of that guy listening to? Um, is it dead? Yeah, dead. The one with Liza mm-hmm. Nelly at the end, and just <laughs> going through it. Like, yeah, it's the first. I think it's the first time they've ever heard it, and they're like, "Oh shit, this is the best song ever." And it is. Yeah, Liza Minnelli shows up. It's fucking great. <laughs> God, I love my chemical romance so much. Me too. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the it, question. It's stupid. <laughs> yeah. I realize we don't have much carry this episode, which I really like. Like, there's not much, but she's still there for enough of it that I'm kind of like... Like a ghost. It, yeah, it kind of focuses the... It seems to focus the most on Samantha... And then, like, kind of the same on Miranda and Charlotte, and then the least on Carrie, I guess. So, mm, that was pleasant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Then we cut uh, to Samantha and Maria in the bath. We get a double tea tally. We do. And uh, Maria's just like sponging her from behind. Yeah. This isn't how you wash. You're not going to exfoliate shit if you're just like gently sponging. Yeah. Uh, it it doesn't look very comfy. I don't know. Just like the idea of sitting in a bathtub with someone else is like it looks like it's nice, but in reality, it's just the, like unless the bathtub's really big, this bathtub is not big enough for the two of them. Like no. half of their bodies are not even in the fucking water. That's why there's a titty tally. That is not a nice bath. If you're taking a bath, you want like you want to be submerged to your fucking neck. Like this just, yeah. just doesn't look nice. You want your chest wet, or else you're gonna get cold. Yeah. I remember I've never been in a bath with someone. Well, I did when I was a child, but like, after I've never been in a romantic bath with someone. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember my parents used to take baths all the time together. Mm-hmm. And like, I was probably like five, so I just walked in and was like, "What's good?" Um, <laughs> yeah. I didn't, you know, because like, you know, when you don't realize your parents are trying to do something romantic, and I was yeah, like. Yeah hey, um, can I have some fucking biscuits or whatever? And they were like, yes, go away. And I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, they used to yeah. have baths together all the time, which I don't understand because my dad is six foot four. Um, that is too big to be in a bathtub. Especially with someone else. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they would bathe all the time. 
and I I still really get it. Like, I don't know. But yeah, they're in the bath together. I guess they're both sort of a normal size, but it doesn't look super comfy. They're also all like um like kind of in in a fetal position, but sitting. Like they don't mm-hmm. look very comfortable. I don't it seems like a good idea before you get in. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they get in there and they're like, I regret everything. Which is pretty much what happens because like they, they end up having a pretty shit time in the bath together. Yeah, so Maria kind of broaches the subject and she's like, So who were those guys at the bar? And Samantha says, Oh, well, they were just some guys I fucked. And <laughs> Maria's like, How many men have you slept with? And Samantha's like, Well, how many women have you slept with? And Maria says, Twelve. Mm-hmm. And Samantha just her face drops. <laughs> She's like, like, oh. Ah. Like, have you slept with more than 12 women? And Samantha, more than 12 men? Samantha's like, um, maybe. Uh, and Samantha, <laughs> Samantha basically, I mean, she doesn't say that she's missing dick. She kind of hints at it. And Maria gets a little bit pissed off. Yeah, she also kind of is just like... I don't know, like, you can see the look on Samantha's face, and, like, I've been in situations before where I know I've made this exact same face before, like, not the same situation, but where you're kind of just like, I'm gonna burst into flames if this person keeps talking to me anymore about this current subject, and yeah. she's just, she is so tired of, ha- of like, this emotional f- discussions and feelings and talking and everything, and she basically just, like, she's like, okay, I think I'm clean now, and gets up and leaves the bath. <laughs> and, like, I get it, because obviously, you know, you want to have those conversations with someone, but not all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of seems like they do nothing but that kind of thing, and I don't know, she's just very tired of talking, and I don't think... I mean, later on she mentions that their relationship hasn't really been very sexual, I guess, and... It's Samantha, right? Like that's that's yeah. I not mean, they probably cool. They probably, yeah. probably is pretty sexual, just not enough for Samantha because she has a I high think, sex drive. And I mean, yeah, the issue is just they're not compatible in a couple of ways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, then we go back to another couple that is oh, not compatible, <laughs> slightly more compatible, but also incompatible. Uh, Charlotte and Trey are together, and Charlotte's kind of just like. Did Bunny design this entire apartment, like this entire place? Uh, which and she Trey's did. Like, yeah, she does all of our houses. Like, I guess uh-huh. the entire family. Um, uh, and then yeah, Charlotte's like, yeah, Charlotte's like, oh, there are fake ducks everywhere and plaid, plaid. Shit everywhere. Yeah, yeah, it's just and it's like fucking dark and ugly and not. <laughs> they have such yeah. a huge, nice apartment, and it's all fucking dark and dank and like. Mahogany. Yeah, it looks like someone who was like 80 years old designed it, which is basically what is true. And yeah. Charlotte says that they live in the Museum of Natural Ugliness, which I thought was like, <laughs> that's probably the line of the episode. <laughs> yeah. And Charlotte's like, okay, well, what do you want to do about it? <laughs> and Charlotte's like, um, well, I'm your wife, so maybe like our marital home should be designed by the two of us and trace like well i don't fucking care about interior design he's like, i have no taste yeah he's like clearly i have no taste because i loved the mallards <laughs> and charlotte's like fine well i want to change stuff 
So I'll mm-hmm. talk to Bunny. And then Trey's like, nah, it's not going to go down well. I'll talk to her. And he says he's going to do it, like, tomorrow because they're supposed to have brunch with her. So it's like, okay, this will get settled nice and soon. But then the next morning, he's, like, sick. And now he barely has a voice. He's just, like, in bed and can't do anything now. All of a sudden, out of nowhere. He has – okay, he has a cold. He's not dying. No. He looks like he's, like, faking it as hard as Ferris Bueller was. Like, he's just like, (laughs) mom, I – Oh, I think I'm dying. <laughs> like, like as soon as they left the room, he was going to turn to the camera and go, suckers. Like, they bought it. <laughs> it's so fake. It's like when I fucking stole, like, when I was a kid and I, like, poured soup down the toilet and pretended I was, I threw up. And then my mom was like, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I thought I was so smart. Jeez. Yeah. Why did I be so... But, like, it really is that. Yeah, it be- but it, it it seems like that, but at the same time, it's not like we ever find out that he was faking it. He no. literally just is sick, and that just seems to be the truth, which is like, really funny because it's so fake. Yeah. And Bunny shows up, and she's like, oh, no, my poor boy. Um, I guess I'll stay in the guest room and look after him, which is the most bonkers fucking thing I've ever heard. This is fucking buck wild. He is, like... 50 years old and she is just she is going to move in with them temporarily to look after him because charlotte's so busy with the gallery so like he has a cold like if he had a terminal illness okay he has a cold yeah (laughs) like if he was dying if he was dying if he had a very serious illness or maybe he like fucking broke his like broke both his legs or some shit like he couldn't walk but no he just has a cold but clearly no (laughs) she's just like i'm gonna make sure that our house person keeper person brings some broth over and i'm gonna sit by his bedside and it's like he has pneumonia but really he just (laughs) yeah he's gonna be fine like it's like when my mom it's like when i'm sick and my mom's like oh my god do i need to amputate your leg and i'm like but she's joking so (laughs) Uh. <laughs> exactly it's like any i feel like i turned 18 or not even 18 probably like 15 or something mm-hmm. like as soon as i was a teenager and i was ill like obviously when you're a child your parents will be like oh i'll stay home from i'll stay home from work stay and look after you right mm-hmm. when i was probably about like 14 my mom was like well there's some crisps in the fridge like <laughs> Not Chris yeah. in the fridge. That doesn't make sense. Why would you keep Chris in the fridge? She's like, there's food in the house. You know how to put a kettle on. Here's some cough medicine. You're not going to die. Like, call yeah. me if you need anything. But exactly. you'll live. Like, yeah. is that you teach your children how to fend for themselves because eventually you're going to fucking die. Yeah. Bunny's never going to die is the thing. So I don't think so. I think she might be immortal. I don't even think she's like necessarily his mother. She might be the original McDougal. Oh my god, she probably is. Uh, that would be a really good reveal for this episode about ghosts. Right? This should be mm-hmm. the X-Files. Sex in the... X in the C. Sex... Yes. Sex files? Yeah. Sex files? That... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think David Duchovny... We, well, we had confirmed that David Duchovny does show up, so... Yeah. That Thank is god. the sex files. Thank god. He needs to show up in this episode and be like... Scully, there's some ghosts. 
I've never seen the X-Files. I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we go to Carrie, who um, she's going to the bar before it opens, because like, I guess she's decided she's not going to the opening now because she doesn't want to see Aiden, so she shows up before. It's not even open yet, but she just walks the fuck in, because why not? Well, she um, says like she didn't want to have a public... If it did turn messy, she doesn't want to do it in public, so... She'd sort of show her face, thank him for inviting her, and just go about her, go on her own way, you know? Yeah, exactly. But just letting herself in, which is just normal, I guess. Just yeah. walking into a building that's not open. And it's not like they're having, like, deliveries made or something. Um, so that's why the door's opening, because they're expecting someone. Like, no one's at the bar, but she just, but the door's open anyway. Um, which doesn't make sense, because... If I'm walking down the street and I see a bar, I would just assume it's open. So what if someone just <laughs> yeah. came in? They're going to be like, oh, we're closed, but the door was open anyway. I don't get it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, and she has a plant. She has a mulberry bush. It's on Mulberry Street. I don't know about you, but every bar I've been in has had fucking giant plants in it. Totally. It totally fits with the decor and the theme of being named after Steve's dog. So, but I guess it, she got it because it, it's on Mulberry Street or something. So, like, that's why she got the plant. Which, yeah. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, Aiden's not there, it seems. But Steve comes out and he's just like, oh, Gary. <laughs> and, uh,. <laughs> Uh, she basically just explains the whole thing about how she's not coming to the opening and she's like I just want to thank Aiden for inviting me and Steve's just like oh well <laughs> yeah he does that thing where he pulls his collar and he's like <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what Roblox is yet but yeah <laughs> you know like, Aiden wasn't really the one who invited you Carrie uh, it was me and, why would uh, you say that I don't know. And then Carrie suddenly just like Kill Bill Siren. She's just like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, Aiden didn't even invite me. Aiden doesn't even want me here. And um, then we hear Aiden's voice like from the back and Carrie just fucking guns it for the door. <laughs> like, I was expecting her to do like the like the, the episode where it's always sunny where Dee like bolts out the door with the heels on and she just falls on her face. Like I was expecting that to happen. <laughs> I was expecting um, what's that fucking Nicki Minaj song? It's the meme now where it's like, like <laughs> in the breathing is it Roman Holiday? I think so. I don't know. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I expected that. Like, I expected her to just be running. I expected Nicki Minaj, like, cut to come on and her just, like, Tom Cruise running out of the place. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, because Ada's just like, oh, Steve, who is it? And she's like, oh, fuck, and bolts out, which is so yeah. cartoonish. It would be really funny if she fell and broke her tooth just like Natasha did, and it was just like actual payback for all the bullshit she's put everyone in her life through. <laughs> Ugh, that'd be good. Yeah. Bit of karma. Karmic retribution is really what the show needs. It really truly is, but instead she just gets out free and, uh, then we go to Miranda who's sleeping and she hears the noises again. So she cannot sleep because she's afraid of the, the ghosts in her house. And uh, so she calls Carrie for company at like two in the morning <laughs> and Carrie yeah. comes over. It's kind of nice though. Like it's nice because they're just sitting in bed eating Oreos, which is like kind of ideal. Just having like a sleepover with Oreos. Yeah, it's a, it's a mood. And I mean, mm -hmm. Oreos, vegan snack. 
We love an Oreo. True. I love Oreos. They're good shit. And uh, but it turns out Charlotte can't sleep either because her house is also haunted, but it's haunted by Bunny. <laughs> uh-huh. Old scene, white ladies. This scene terrified me. This was like out of a fucking horror movie. I hated this scene so much. I forgot about it till now. I'm very excited for It Chapter 2. I feel like this is scarier than anything that will be in that movie. Um... Because this bitch, oh my god, it's so fucking scary. Um, mm-hmm. What was that movie? Was it The Visit with the scary old people? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but but there are a lot of movies with scary old people. It's um, true. So yeah, Charlotte's asleep, Trey's asleep, and Bunny just walks into their bedroom, turns on the light, uh, and starts rubbing Vicks on Trey's chest. Uh huh. While well, he's fully asleep (laughs) and charlotte just like wakes up and she's like what the fuck are you doing she's like what are you doing what are you doing not even i was asleep motherfucker which is what Mm. i would say Mm. um she's like what are you doing and bunny's like oh i found some vapor rub i was just rubbing on his chest and charlotte's like um i just gave him some nyquil like he's fine i guess the nyquil is the reason why he's passed out um, yeah, oh, yeah, he's not waking up. <laughs> he is. Not, he does not wake up at all during the scene. And uh-huh. he's like, "Oh, that won't do it. That just makes him fall asleep. That's not going to clear the phlegm." Which, okay, I know I'm telling a lot of stories. I'm. I had asthma as a kid, so I would get sick all the time, and my dad would just like slather Vicks vapor rub on my chest to the mm-hmm. point that I would cry because I hated it so much. Oh my god. Uh, I do like it, but I don't use it very often. I'm but... traumatized by Vic's vapor rub, which is I am not now good. after watching I, this episode. I yeah, I was already traumatized so it didn't really hit me as hard, but I could yeah. smell it. Watching the scene, I could smell it. It was horrible. I do like the smell of it, but I hate it. Then Charlotte's like, well, if anyone should be doing this, it should be me because I'm his wife. And then so she starts like rubbing on it on his chest. And then I don't know. She's like, I'm his wife. Like, just let me do this myself. And then she goes to leave. And then Charlotte just tells her off, which is really good. Uh, well, I really liked Charlotte in this episode. <laughs> first of all, Charlotte's rubbing it on his tummy. And Bunny's like, that's not going to do shit. It needs to be on his that's chest. That's true. <laughs> but then did you see, did you see Kyle's abs? Yeah, sure did. Uh, Dale Cooper is cut. Like, mm-hmm. he homeboy's gonna get it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then yeah, Charlotte's <laughs> like, you can't disturb my marriage like this. You can't just come into my bedroom, into our bedroom, and wake me up. And he's not a child anymore. Yeah. And Bunny's like, you can change the apartment however you like, but I will always be here yeah it's a little bit horrifying oh my gosh i was not expecting like pure fucking like misery (laughs) like she's gonna put her sledgehammer to his ankle in about five seconds Uh uh-huh yeah bunny's the worst possible idea of mother-in-law that you could ever have (laughs) i think so yeah, she she is terrifying. I mean, a grown woman that wears ribbons in her hair is an issue. Yeah, like I get that she's just old fashioned, but like 
I don't know. She's a parody of herself. You're not a 14-year-old in the 50s. Yeah. And whose name is Bunny? <laughs> I still, like, I know that she's been on the show for, like, a season now or a season and a half now. But, like, why is her name Bunny? <laughs> yeah. I uh, mean, like, like, like I said. <laughs> Bucks? <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you insulted my friend Bunny. Bunny? Who's Bunny? Bucks? <laughs> yeah. Like, every time I think about that meme, I just think about the, the one person who thought that Phoenix Wright's name was Ace Attorney. <laughs> My friend Ace. Ace? Attorney? <laughs> I, I did post a, t- I did post a post on Tumblr. Because, like, I literally said to my dad, oh, like, okay, Paddington Bear, because he was eating marmalade. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as he said Paddington, he was like, Paddington? I went, bear? And it was so funny to me and me alone. I really wish, like, all my mutuals could be there to watch that moment. Everyone clapped, yeah. Ev- and everyone clapped, and then the homeless person did Gangnam Style. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Um, <laughs> then we go to Samantha and Maria again, and, okay, so another pair gets their sleep broken up, um, they're sleeping, and then they get a banging on their door, some guy is there, it's, like, this random guy, Sean, who really just wants to fuck, and mm. Samantha's like, how did you get in my building, first of all? And he's uh, like, oh, well, your your code's still the same. Which, how are you remembering people's fucking codes? It took me, like, a year to remember my PIN number. Yeah, I don't understand. Especially when it's, like, a person that I'm pretty sure he only slept with a few times. It's not even, like... And she probably, like, let him in half of those times, too. Yeah. I don't know. Either It's also weird when you just go into someone's building unannounced without calling and you're, like, banging on their door at two in the morning, but... I, yeah, it's fine, I yeah, guess. it's a very creepy thing to do. Um, but Samantha's like, yeah, go away. <laughs> yeah, this isn't a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Then Maria comes out and she's just like, yeah, I'm her girlfriend. Um, please leave. Yeah. And he's like, oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe you two ladies could make me a sandwich. Which is just like a parody of itself. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, I was I mean I'm so used to like the oh make me a sandwich meme that I was like, is he being a misogynist? And then I clocked that he's like, no, I want a threesome. Which come on. Dude. Oh true. I didn't think of that until you said it. Well you can't ask for a th- random three like if you're having a threesome, it needs to be planned. Yeah, no, this sounds just terrible. Yeah. Uh but they're just like no, and they just close the door on his face. And then he's just like still banging on the door and maria yells at him to go away she calls him a motherfucker which i really liked Mm -hmm. yeah she is not having it which i'm with her um Uh and samantha's like you know samantha says oh you didn't have to do that and obviously maria's pissed because you know again all these ghosts are coming out of samantha's relationship i suppose or her Mm -hmm. former relationships and She's like, that guy literally only wanted sex. He didn't want to talk to you. He didn't care about anything. He just wanted to have sex with you. And you're okay with that? Mm-hmm. And Samantha's like, yeah. Because <laughs> I she's used just like, to... En- have you met me? <laughs> yeah, she's like, um, well, I enjoy sex. And, you know, she Samantha is clearly not offended by it. I probably would be. Just because, like, 
don't interrupt my sleep pattern. Yeah. If I if you want a booty call, then call me. Don't just yeah. show up. Don't make the it's, trip all the way here. Yeah, it's a lot. It's kind of just like I'm definitely Maria in this situation. Like I understand where Sam's coming from, and I think it is kind of more normal for her to kind of just have someone show up like that. I guess, but I, I mean, don't know. I get. I do slip into like, um, rage when my sleep is broken up. Like, yeah, I, my former neighbors would just party all the time. Actually, no, I woke once. I woke up at seven o'clock to reggae blasting, and mm-hmm. um, I think I could have stabbed someone. Like, I was so oh. fucking mad. So I get That's it. Awful. Yeah, I can sleep through pretty much anything. So if someone was banging on my door, I'd probably just stay asleep. <laughs> I would be like, "Well, I'm gonna get murdered." So. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I'm fine. If you kill me, at least I'm dying in my bed. True. <laughs> um, but yeah, this uh, is where they everything blows up with Samantha and Maria now, which is well, a lot. Women be crazy. Watch. You know how women are. Yeah. Um, so uh, Samantha says, like, I want passion. I don't want to have these emotional conversations all the time. I like to have sex. And we used to have sex, but now we don't. And mm-hmm. Maria's like, oh, you want passion? And start smashing plates. Because you get it. Fiery oh, Latinas. And yeah. lesbians. And women be crazy. Yeah. It, 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 it truly is so out of character and absolutely fucking wild to watch. It's like, this just this doesn't seem realistic at all, but she's smashing plates, so. Yeah, and like... Sure. Ugh, Sam seems to be, like, actually upset and by the whole thing so mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable to watch on, yeah like on she's kind of just like holy shit stop like you're freaking me out a bit and maria's like you don't even eat, you don't even cook because <laughs> she's smashing the plates yeah. which is like which, true <laughs> true but maybe don't destroy people's property <laughs> it's true especially at two in the morning when you live like in an apartment building and there's other people who live below you like me yeah. don't it's, it's, it's wild uh <laughs> but then after that and it just sort of we leave them and i thought they were gonna have like sex afterwards and that would be the thing but no they'd be like oh yeah. like samantha's really turned on by it or something but no yeah no she doesn't like it <laughs> so that's the that's all we see for the scene and mm-hmm. uh then we just move on to Carrie and miranda uh who are still just kind of hanging out in bed talking super late because they can't sleep we don't even get any reference of Carrie being like, there's clearly no fucking ghost, or there is a yeah. ghost. There's no talk about the ghost anymore. They're only talking about boys no. now. So I guess this is the point where the ghost story becomes non-existent, and everything just like that's <laughs> the story just is unresolved. We don't get any really nice conclusion. I wanted a ghost conclusion. I wanted a supernatural. I want Slimer. Mm-hmm. I want like the. I want one of the Harry Potter ghosts. I want some shit you know yeah just fucking anything because like it just it just seems so stretched out and contrived when they like make the entire thing when they try to like pull the ghost of your past thing like over and over and over again about their exes it's like we get it why did you have to make an actual ghost story if you weren't even going to follow through and make it about actual ghosts (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. uh so yeah they're talking and obviously carrie feels a bit guilty about how it ended with steve and 
she's, you know, talking to Miranda and she asks Miranda if she still has any sort of unresolved feelings with Steve. Wait, no. <clears throat> Carrie... <laughs> Carrie still feels guilty about how it ended with Aiden and she's asking Miranda if she still has any unresolved feelings about Steve. Mm -hmm. And Miranda says she doesn't think so, which, I don't know. The way she's acting about the whole Steve thing, it's kind of like, are you sure? But Mm. she seems to say no for now. And uh, Miranda asks Carrie if she's the same and Carrie's like, I don't know. I don't think so. But... Who can never be sure? And uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. So. so then they, and I think Miranda kind of convinces her to actually come to the party. Yeah. I don't even know what she said that convinced Carrie, but she does go home and sit in the Aiden chair, which looks very comfy. I really want this Aiden chair. It does. It's so big. Like, mm-hmm. it looks lovely. I want to mm-hmm. climb in it. Yeah, me too. Um, then Trey uh, wakes up feeling better, and, oh yeah, he wakes up feeling so much better that him and Charlotte are just, like, straight up boning. Like, just first thing in the morning. Yeah, she's, like, uh-huh. on top of him, naked, kissing him to wake him up, and they're mm-hmm. like, okay, let's, let's get out. Just fucking up and at him, and, uh, then, even though Bunny left, she seems to have just let herself back in. Uh, and then she walks in with muffins and she doesn't even knock or anything. She just walks right in and Charlotte's like topless on top of him. And How? Yeah. You can't be, like, you can't walk into people's rooms without knocking. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're bunny, I guess you might just do it because you're bunny. Even but a courtesy she, knock to, like, prepare yourself. She just yeah. opens the door wide. Her reaction, she, though. <laughs> yeah, she freaks out and she. Uh, <laughs> She just sort of like, wait, what's that? <laughs> what's that Simpsons episode? Is it a Homer who sees something and walks backwards the whole night? Maybe. This is why we need Matt on the show. <laughs> this is why we need Matt. Get Matt on. Matt, go and see girls. I know, right? I think it's when he's, I think it's a newer, well, not a newer one, but like post-seasons renaissance. Okay. Where yeah. Homer, I think he might, he sees like a poo having an affair and then just walks backwards back to his house like the whole time it's that <laughs> i'm not sure but well it's hard we're walking into the bush then yeah i mean that is basically what bunny does yeah um and yeah. she's that's so scared. dramatic about it she yeah, is so she dramatic she's like out. she's like stumbling <gasps> her words like she's lost control of them she's like, <gasps> i mean come on you just go oh my <laughs> goodness and close the door and get embarrassed and leave but you don't You're have like, to what did she expect I don't know. What do you expect married couples to do? I don't know. But she leaves and Carrie's voiceover calls it a sexorcism because it <laughs> removed Bunny for good from their house. Yeah. I thought that was funny. So, uh, And then we go to uh, back to Samantha and mm-hmm. Maria's at her door and says, oh, you haven't. You haven't phoned in two days. I was getting worried about you. And Samantha is like cool. And she says, oh, well, you haven't phoned me either. Yeah. And yeah, Maria Maria comes in and she says she has a present. And, you know, they're going to make up. And the present is a strap. It's, she got the fucking strap out. (laughs) So. (laughs) It's so, and and Samantha's like, oh, you shouldn't have. And it's mm-hmm. got a little ribbon tied around the dick. Yeah. 
The thing is, when your relationship has a problem, you just fill the hole with a strap on and it's fine again. It's just True. plugging I the mean, hole up. It's like that one that one meme of like the water tank that's exploding with water and then like you but except for fill, covering it with your hand, you just stick a strap on in it and that fixes the problem. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Literally, like I mean, I guess whatever configuration you have, because you can always peg. Oh, yeah, totally. There's lots of things you can do with it. There's lots of things you can do with the strap on. Mm-hmm. It's a multi-use tool. It's like a Swiss army knife. <laughs> I mean, in some ways, yeah. Hopefully not in every way. But, <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> I guess you can't, like, you couldn't uncork a bottle with a strap on, but you could cork a bottle with a strap on. Probably. Technically. Technically. There's a lot yeah. of things you could do with it. There I are. Um, it's versatile. Yeah. So then we go to the bar opening. And, mm-hmm. uh, okay, so Samantha is one wearing like gold fisting gloves. Um, <laughs> she is. <laughs> with like a giant cocktail ring on them, which is a choice. She looks like she's going to clean a toilet. And she's walking like a robot. And. <laughs> Miranda and Carrie are like, what's going on? And she says, I threw my back out, uh, fucking Maria with a strap on, as you do. <laughs> she, I just love the idea of throwing your back out from this. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's hard work, but what is she doing? Jesus. I do not know. Uh, <laughs> but they, she fucked Maria with it. Maria fucked her with it. They, like, guess they did all kinds of gymnastics with it because she can't walk now and uh but i guess it wasn't enough to fix all their problems because they broke up so mm-hmm. it didn't i mean it didn't plug the hole in their relationship but it might plug the hole in your relationship that's true yeah it's not a you know it's not a band-aid you can use for everything but no uh yeah maria thought samantha had relationship issues and they're all just like oh honey how could they say that about you well well samantha does make a good point she's like i told her i don't do relationships like i let her know what she was getting herself in for oh absolutely like from the very beginning like that was the the very first thing she said to her was like look i'm not that kind of person and yeah then they did it anyway so Uh um yeah then the rest of the episode is all about the stupid Carrie Aiden stuff for the most part. Well, aside from like one Stephen Miranda scene, but um, Carrie finally sees Aiden from across the bar and they just look at each other for a second and he's like got his shit together. Like he's all like clean cut and everything. He's got yeah. shorter yeah. hair now. Yeah. Yeah, he's like shaved his hair down a bit. He's like um like Keanu in speed. Yeah, exactly like that. I- and uh Carrie's kind of just like, okay, wait, was that it? Because they like they look at each other for a second, and like it's not like there was a big moment or anything. <laughs> she's like, that was really anticlimactic, but okay. Yeah, she's she just sort of sees him and he smiles at her, and that's it. And mm-hmm. Carrie's kind of let down, and then she's like, okay, that was it. Like, what did you expect? I don't know. Like, I don't know why she expected some like big emotional thing. Like, it's clearly like a night for him to celebrate. He's not going to go out of his way to just be like, the fuck, why are you here? You ruined my life. Like, he's not that kind of person. I don't know what she thought, but. Yeah. um, And so, yeah, so they're going to go get a drink. And then Steve comes up and starts talking to Miranda. And basically, he just thanks her for, 
you know, inspiring him to set up the bar and giving him that push that he needed. Yeah. Because it was, like, her idea for her, him and stuff, and he probably wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for her. So it's kind of nice that he's actually acknowledging it. And he's not being weird or anything about it. Like, he's no. still got his girlfriend and everything. They're super chill and really nice. And it's kind of nice to see that they're just friendly and everything. So that's the resolution to Miranda's story for the week, I guess. She barely had a story, but that's it. I mean, what about the ghost? What about the ghost? I just... That's- they just teased what she, us. What if she fucked the ghost, like, in Scary Movie 2? What if she did that? This is why we should write the show. That would be such a good episode. Yeah. She's <sighs> like, well, I've given up my vibrator because I'm fucking my ghost. And then it turns out the ghost is, like, not very good in bed. Yeah. And she has to, like, awkwardly ask the ghost to leave, even though, like, the ghost was here first. Yeah. But- <laughs> She's like, well, are you paying rent? No. <laughs> yeah and uh then i guess they've been it's like an hour later the episode kind of ends with carrie goes out for a smoke and she's got like a piece of cake and she's got like a martini glass so she's got everything in her hands and when she goes outside aiden's smoking a cigar which i thought was like real fucking dumb because he was such a stickler about being like i refuse to kiss you if you've been smoking like you have to quit smoking if we're gonna date but he's smoking an entire cigar by himself so right okay like cigars smell so much like i think yeah i like to smoke a cigar but first of all i cannot smoke an entire one myself because i'm not an insane person um but, like, it, it's smoking a cigar is, like, smoking a shitload of cigarettes. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, I get that it's celebratory, but I, it's – I don't know. It just seemed so out of character based off, like, the shit that he was written as before. If I smoke a cigar, I would have to be wearing a three-piece suit. Yeah. And since I don't own a three-piece suit, I can't do that. Um Yeah. But, like, yeah, he's, and it's not, if he was smoking a blunt even, like, Aiden's definitely a pothead. Oh, totally. Yeah. uh Uh-huh. But he's smoking a cigar, and he's also doing outside, which he doesn't need to, because I'm pretty sure you could still smoke inside, like, Harry smokes inside all the time. And Steve is smoking inside. Yeah, true, true. I don't get why he wasn't smoking the cigar with Steve. You'd think that, like... You would share a cigar with, like, your business partner if you're just about to open a, your business or whatever. Yeah. Because it's, it's a lot just, for one person. <laughs> I suppose so. And I guess it's meant to be, like, a, a, you know, Aiden's changed because Carrie says, oh, please tell me you're not smoking that. Like, yeah. she's even confused as to why he's smoking a cigar. And yeah. he, yeah, he's like, oh, this is so weird. Okay. So. Oh, yeah, this was fucking bizarre. What the fuck? <laughs> so he's like, oh, how much can you carry, Carrie? Like, he seems like he's high. Because um, <laughs> obviously she's holding a lot of things. I don't know what she thought, what she was going to do, how she was going to eat this cake and smoke and drink at the same time. Like, you can't eat and smoke at the same time. It's gross. Yeah. But, yeah, she's eating this. He's like, oh. You can't eat your cake. You don't have a hand free. So he picks it up and she's like, well, I don't want it now that your fingers have touched it. 
Um, so he eats half of it and then feeds the other half to her, and it's all very sexual. And I'm like, what are you? It, it, I don't know. It, I totally also missed the part where she said she didn't want to eat it because he'd been touching it. I thought he was literally just taking a bite of her cake because he was being a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Aiden is a bastard man. Why carry no like? <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah. he. She's like, I don't want to touch it. And so he feeds it to her. And it's all very, like, sexy. And I'm like, you two haven't had an actual conversation since you broke up. But you're feeding her cake? Like, in a sexy mm. way when you have a girlfriend? What the fuck, dude? If I was his fucking girlfriend, if I walked into my boyfriend feeding his ex-girlfriend a slice of cake... Mm-hmm. All fucking with his fingers, nah. Yeah, it's it's weird to see, and it's weird that they give like a close up of her face when he feeds it to her. It's just I hated seeing it, but like, he's like, thank God Steve was here. Like, I can't he, believe I'm saying that. Well, he says like, oh, you have fro- you have frosting on your lips, and she <sighs> looks it away, and then she's just they're just staring at each other, and then yeah, Steve walks out, and he's like, um, hey, it's time for the toast. <laughs> so then then aiden's like okay i'll see you carrie and she's outside like what the fuck Mm. (laughs) what just happened and now she's more haunted than ever well she does make a good point of like okay well that was incredibly flirtatious if he you know if if he'd sort of been very formal with her and said oh you know i'm not interested just been very blank and platonic then she could at least move on but like you can't uh, it messes with her feelings a bit if he's like, hi, Carrie, I'm gonna feed you cake. Ooh, and I'm smoking a cigar. Yeah, it's all very bizarre. I mean, I guess on the one hand, I'm like, I don't really care what Aiden does to Carrie's feelings after how garbagely she treated him. But it's also like, just, I don't like to see it. No, no, it doesn't. And it doesn't make any sense, like, from a character point of view, because Aiden was obviously very hurt by what she did. Yeah, for sure. And I can understand him moving on, which he obviously has. But then if he's moved on, why is he flirting with her? Uh Uh-huh. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't get it. But can't wait to to explore this further. I mean, Aiden is better than Big. Like, Aiden has his shitty moments, but he's not Big, so. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, he's definitely better than Big. I just kind of wish he had higher standards. And, Mm. like, just gave up on Carrie because it's like. Uh, I don't want to go through this again. Like, I can't believe we're going to go through this exact same plot that we've already been through once. Not exact same, but it's enough the same where it's just like, I just don't care about Carrie's bullshit. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's it, pretty much. Yeah, that's the episode. So, uh, Carrie's my bottom. Yeah, she didn't really have much to do. And like, I don't know, she didn't seem to be that... <laughs> I don't fucking know. I shouldn't do anything, really. Like, I can't even be mad at her because she didn't do anything. No, she was just boring and useless. Like, I didn't care at all about anything she was doing. Then I guess Miranda would be third because it's kind of like, I wanted Ghost and all I got was Steve. So that's just such a letdown. You were expecting a ghost and you get Steve. It's just not good. And then... I I want a ghost. It's it's goth month. It's goth. It's it goth is. season. Like, yes. come on. I guess I'll put Samantha second because it's like, I don't know. The, I mean, I knew I def- this plot wasn't going to last long, but it was kind of just like, eh. I definitely expected it to, I definitely expected their breakup to be worse. Yeah. 
but I, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of handled like for the whole show, obviously being pretty shit. At, mm. Um, like anything that's not cis white heteronormativity. Um, you know, it, it handled this whole thing pretty well, and like it kind of. I feel like obviously it doesn't treat Samantha's, I guess, bisexuality as a joke. Yeah, which is she obviously. Nice. She is attracted to Maria, and yeah, she's more attracted to men, but that doesn't invalidate her sexuality. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. There's no, yeah, there's no point where she's like, I'm just not attracted to women. Yeah. Which it's... I thought there would be. So, I, I mean, not that bad, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, I think it was like, it's, it's a nice change in plot for her, I think, where normally it's kind of just like Man of the Week with her plots. So it was kind of interesting, but and it was handled uh-huh. decently. Um, and then Charlotte's my top this week because I just really love to see Bunny get crushed. <laughs> True, there was never any like question. She was like, "I'm not putting up with this shit." So I do support mm-hmm. that. Yeah, Bunny truly is the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we it's move fine. on to questions? Yeah, uh, we can do questions. Okay, if you want to send us questions, you can send them to seagullsmakedo.tumblr.com forward slash ask. Um, you can also submit stuff pretty much anywhere there, you know. Oh, God. See, my house, I moved into a new house and, like, it has different sounds to the old one. So I'm spooked. I thought there was a ghost. <laughs> like a funny ghost? <laughs> um, but- <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, you can also submit stuff for Steve Voice or submit stuff for the Mummy Mailbag, which is going to have a bit of a retooling. I guess we'll get to that when we talk about the Patreon, but stay tuned. I mean, there's probably, what, 20 minutes left of the episode? Hang on tight. Um, (laughs) Should we get to our first question? We only have one actual question this week. True. Yeah, may as well. Yeah. So our first question is from Tumblr user PR The Disaster. A uh, friend of the show, frequent question asker, and this is a good one. I like this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they asked, I was thinking about the whiteness of the show and wondering if the show got rebooted and had a premise of being more diverse, how would they inevitably fuck it up? For example, they're making a bisexual Latina Samantha and fetishizing the hell out of it. It's a good question. Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely agree. Like, Samantha would definitely be like black or latina or some other sort of like sexuality where the sexuality some other uh ethnicity where the women are like hypersexualized mm-hmm. yeah and she would be uh. bi and that would be a whole thing she'd have like threesomes every fucking week yeah because that's what bi people be doing god right there's so many things they could fuck up by trying to be more diverse <laughs> Like, where do you even start? <laughs> I I feel like maybe maybe Charlotte would be Jewish from the jump, and there would be a lot of like maybe she wouldn't be a wasp. Like they're like nah, she's gonna be Jewish, um, and there'd be a lot of very awkward jokes with that because they wouldn't have Jewish writers, so it'd be like very stereotypical. Either that, or she would be a total wasp, and yeah, b- be like fucking Ben Shapiro. I mean, Ben Shapiro's not a wasp. Ben Shapiro's Jewish. Okay, well, she'd be a wasp, but she'd be fucking, like, a Republican. And they'd all still be friends with her for some reason, but she's just a Republican. She's Tommy Laren. Is that Yeah, they would... I'm not sure. (laughs) But what they would do is they would do one of those episodes, like, in Queer Eye, where they're, like, 
they, you know, you meet someone who's, like, a fucking cop, and then they have, like, an episode where they talk about their differences and how they're really just the same, and then it's, like, that explains why they're still friends with each other, even though, like, she's a Republican and holds these absolutely garbage beliefs. Like, do you, ugh, like the whole, I hate those fucking episodes where the whole time you can tell they have to like edit out one of them saying a fucking slur. Like, yeah. Oh, and I remember reading some interview with Tan, and he was like, "Yeah, they get pretty racist with me and ask like me stuff about like ISIS, and I obviously what? have no fucking connection to that." Um, <laughs> Because I'm, I'm just fresh. Muslim, like, like literally, they. Well, I think he said one of them asked him why he hated America, and he was like, "I don't fucking hate America. Like, I live here. What are you talking about?" That is and so a wild. Of, a couple, like, he didn't say who, but like a couple of people have said um, a shit to him. So I imagine they said stuff to the to the rest of the gang, the Fab Five. Oh, totally. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I that's one thing like I do enjoy the show a lot cuz for the most part like the episodes are pretty uplifting and interesting, but like there are some that I just straight up skip cuz you yeah. can just tell that it's the kind of person who's like probably just says the F-slur normally when they're not around. <laughs> like, yeah, I like yeah. I think it was the finale for um for the last season and the guy was like I've never had five gay guys in my house and I'm like Okay. <laughs> they yeah. always say that. I'm like, why there's like, I've never had this many gay people in my house. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm yeah. not counting how many fucking gay people come into my house. Like, I know. And he's just like, yeah, I, I was a little bit worried about how this was going to go. I wasn't sure. I'm just like, what are you, are you afraid of? <laughs> like, like I literal the fear. And they, they come in and they're like, hello, it's very nice to meet you. We're all here to try and improve your life. And then they're just standing there like, what the fuck? Like, the, yeah. Like, Jonathan's just, you know, making a joke or something. And they're like, this is the this is the wildest shit I've ever seen in my life. There's a gay person in my house. Like, Yeah. God, I'm still losing my mind about fucking, what's his name, uh, Karama, how he deleted his Twitter over the fucking Dancing with the Stars comments that he made. Oh. Screaming about this. Who was the one who was like going full communist? I think it might have been Tan. But this is a Tan is the best one. He is my favorite one. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like him and Jonathan and Bobby seem to be the ones who like are the least likely to just be like, let's just get along with everybody, even if they're gonna be awful to us. Whereas the other two are kind of just like Antony's like, there's nothing in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was literally watching the last season. I was like, is he okay? Because he just seemed like fucking high as shit. And he was like, I'm going to teach you. Um, there, would be, there would be scenes where he's like, I'm going to teach you how to make this ethnically, this ethnic dish that is part of your nationality. And I'm just like, <laughs> yes. okay, dude. Or I teach him the most basic shit. He's like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to make fucking... I mean, the guacamole thing was a meme, but he'd be like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to make fucking caprese salad. And I'm like, mm. it's three ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> and it's raw. Uh, he had those fucking outfits this season where he would have like... He would have like a jacket with fake safety pins on it, and I was like, "This is so much! It's so much to me." It's like we get it. You read the Goldfinch, like 
Yeah. Can we move on? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But basically, I feel like Sex in the City would be kind of like that, where it would be like, we want to still be palatable to viewers who might not be like as liberal as you'd think the viewers of the show are. And I feel yeah. like they would probably try to do something like that. Yeah, I feel like maybe maybe Carrie would be mixed race so she can keep the curly hair. Yeah, I feel like they could just outright make Miranda a lesbian. Yeah, that's true. Like, why not? Like, just just make Miranda a fucking lesbian. There is a point where she's asking a lot of questions about the strap. And I'm like, okay, foreshadowing. <laughs> mm, true. She's like, how does it work? How does this? So do you, do you like actually strap it? On? What's the what's the harness situation like? Yeah, I, I like, feel okay. like they would. I feel like it would be kind of like Glee, where you know, like they try to make it seem like they're so open minded and stuff. But then they have some things that are clearly extremely like red flag, like the whole thing where it was like. Uh, who was it, like, Demi Lovato or whose character or whatever, who is basically just, like, being bisexual is fake. (laughs) And it's like, okay, Ryan Murphy, thanks. (laughs) Yeah, it would, I'm surprised we didn't, because I was expecting that the whole time this episode of Samantha to be like, oh, I'm not bisexual. Like, I mean, I guess she kind of is, even though she doesn't say it. I kind of wish she did, especially when we had the whole shitty bisexual episode um, yeah that would have been nice but yeah there would be th- that episode would just happen again like straight up and then all the other girls would be like carrie that's majorly problematic god and i would love that carrie's on twitter and that's it carrie would literally be a twitter personality i want to die like i can't handle this yeah she I just, probably just would thinking be. about the fact that yeah carrie would be like a Twitter personality in the 2019 version in the yeah. reboot and the the Twitter would be called Sex at Sex and City and that's the name of the show. Yeah, no, I can definitely imagine that. And she's like, my friend got... <laughs> my friend threw her back out with the strap, LOL, and that gets like 50,000 retweets. Yeah, it could easily be like a like very similar show in the current age. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I actually think it would work for a reboot. And it could uh-huh. still be in the same universe. Like, Carrie could show up and just, she'd be like, hey, uh, here, you can write my column, new girl. And then the new girl would write the column. And that new girl's played by me. <laughs> that'd be bit, that'd be good. Sex and the City would be so much better if Carrie was replaced by you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I'm, as much as a fool that I am, I couldn't. I'm not dating some fucking rich old dude unless I'm... And if I would, if I did do that, trust that I'm securing the bag. Yeah. No, you gotta. You're yeah. smarter than Carrie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm the Natasha in the situation. I'm marrying him and then divorcing him and then getting all the money because he cheated. Mm-hmm. And I was smart <laughs> and I signed a prenup and I put a clause in the prenup that said if you cheat on me, I get extra. So I'm taking his ass to court. Good. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like the whiteness, I think. Yeah, they would just cast. They would. Pro- I think Samantha is the one you could really mess up. Like everyone else is a bit. I guess maybe. Like yeah, if they would just play on stereotypes, I think. 
Yeah. Charlotte would definitely say some problematic shit. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they would try to do an episode where they tackle, like, the concept of gender. And I feel like they would do it really poorly because they wouldn't have any writers on the show. They would only have cis writers on the show, probably. And they're like, this is what we think we should be saying. Yeah. And I just feel like it would be, like, halfway good and then halfway just really bad. Yeah, like one of them would date a, a gender non-conforming person and be like, what, what, "What?" And it would be a it would be a whole fucking thing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And what else? Like, <laughs> I I think when it comes to like Stanford and Anthony, like the gay characters in the show, I feel like there would be one one of them would be very camp and the other would not, uh, so they can say that they're not making any sort of statement. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I could see that. Yeah, like one is obviously very camp, one of them is not. And then they can be like, see, this is what gay people are like. They're either (laughs) extremely, you know, very like, quote unquote, straight passing, or they're extremely camp. Mm -hmm. That's it. There's no in between. No. And it's like, no, you could just write them as characters and you know maybe it'd be interesting to delve into the sort of code switching you do with the different people you're surrounded by but no we'll just we'll just have everyone be caricatures of whatever ethnicity or minority they might happen to be yeah pretty much yeah like it would have a little bit more tact than it did in the 90s i think but like at the same time there's some things that you can't that, that just like no matter how you write them it's like it's just gonna come off as not very well done so yeah i mean i think with the nature of the show like it was trying to be edgy and it was at the time obviously very groundbreaking for like how explicitly it spoke about sex and the fact that women Mm -hmm. enjoyed having sex yeah and you know so i think like there is a difference to how we look at it now and how we look at it 20 years in the past so i mean i think actually like the show probably wouldn't be too bad if they rebooted it it would probably have a couple iffy moments but not terrible yeah and then yeah in like 20 years in the future when we've all got robots and we're all drowning from climate change um then we'll be like hey that show was pretty bad our daughters <laughs> <laughs> our children can do a sequel <laughs> seagulls make do too electric boogaloo uh, and then i can't wait you know they can say it's problematic and it's fine uh-huh. Can't wait to watch it and listen to yeah. it. I mean, <laughs> Mummy Mailbag 2.0. Mummy Mailbag the- 2. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. With me, you, and the ghost of my mother. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, so I guess that answers our only question. Yeah, we went on a tangent. <laughs> That's fine. With several. Uh, I guess we can do Patreon now. Uh, do you want to talk about Mummy Mailbag? Yeah, so this is going to be our first episode out in September, and we had a little chat. It's going to be a bit of a retooling, so we thought, you know, each sort of season, season, that doesn't make sense, each month, uh, we could have like a little bit of a, you know, prompts to get you to send in stories or questions or stuff you wanted us to just discuss and, you know, come to a conclusion about or not, whatever, um and yeah we thought you know you could ask us about topics that come up in the episodes like maybe you have a story that relates to it or something that mirrors your life and you want to fill us in 
or you have a question or you want us to talk about something a bit more in depth. And I guess for this month, like I know we missed August. August my mum's birthday. September is my birthday. And we have loads of stories about shit birthdays because we kind of are cursed <laughs> a little bit of like having shitty birthdays. Um, but then we have good ones too. But like, I'm not holding my breath um, for this year. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got questions about birthdays, ghosts, the fall, the autumnal season, the equinox, back to school, whatever you feel, whatever comes into your head. But you know, just, or if you do, if you find Yahoo's, if you're feeling like a Brooks Oglesby, <laughs> <laughs> you want us to tackle the the Twitter question of the month, like if you should fucking wash your legs or whatever. I hate that shit. Just um, send us the, send us all of that. Cause we, yeah. <laughs> we need questions. And uh, I think, yeah, I like the idea of having kind of more focused questions too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. if you have, I guess we could post like a little topics in discord or in Twitter or whatever on social media, just to have it there in print. But yeah, yeah, just ask us questions about whatever we, whatever comes into your head, um, or if you just have more long form questions that is relate that if you have a more of a long form question that's related to one of the episodes that you want us to talk about, then that's the perfect place to send them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. I, I don't know how to explain too. it. Yeah, I'm not very good, good at explaining things. Um, <laughs> I liked it. So yeah. it's, um, it's like midnight. I'm tired. You're valid. And if you want to listen to the money mailbag, you just got to give us at least a dollar a month on Patreon. So patreon.com slash city girls make do uh, $1 gets you that gets you a role in the discord. It gets you access to the looker and nanu channel. Uh, it's really exciting. It's just a dollar. Or if you want to give us $5, you can submit stuff in Steve voice. You can get your name read on the podcast and you get all the $1 stuff. So I guess I can read all the $5 donors. We have Mogu, Summer Geist, Jesse Alachi, Siberian Pine Hardwood, Jennifer Snyder, uh, Dan Mike Dawson Silva, new donor, uh, well, new $5 donor, uh, Matt Ribeiro and PR the Disaster. Uh, so thank you all our $5 donors. We also got a, we got a Steve voice from Mike Dawson. Yeah. And thank you. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank you to, thank you for tonight and uh, thank you for this Steve voice. Uh, it's a lot. Um, it's from Fallout New Vegas, which I've been playing recently and I gotta say, I love it. It's one of my favorite games. I do love a bit of Fallout New Vegas. I have never played Fallout before, so I'm just reading this for the first time. I don't even know how it ends because I haven't finished reading it yet. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> I guess I can do some Steve here. So Pussycat, thanks for showing this cat the best hey he's ever, ever, Miranda. <laughs> Talk about platinum in the sack, toots. Where'd you learn that 18-carat trick with the heels of your feet? You didn't just make my toes curl, Miranda. They popped off and rolled under the bed. Why would you send this to me? (laughs) This is is text from the game. Listen, I will show you a video of uh, Chandler from Friends saying these lines like he has a gun to his head. I'm going to scream at the toes popping off. This isn't even the end of it, but why would you send something about toes popping off for me to read? Uh, Okay, so here's the rest of it. So, I wish I could stay for another round, Miranda, but this gent's got places to be, things to do. You're showing up as force my hand, baby. The time to act is now. 
I won't be around for a while, but if everything works out right, you and me are a date. Got it, Miranda? Wouldn't miss her for all the caps in Vegas. Now don't get clingy and try to follow me. Ciao. Steve. That was beautiful. Yeah, there we go. So, (laughs) I wish I had read it before so I knew about the toes, but... (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, I'm not. I liked it. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Um... Uh, Yeah, yeah. so that's a $5. At the $10 level, you get all of that, and you can also listen to us record live if you want. And you get an even specialer role in the Discord, where you get to be like a – you'd be the only person with that color if you were a $10 donor. You Uh, would be Big Daddy. Yeah, you'd be Big Mr. Big Daddy, and uh, you might even (laughs) just push us over the edge so that we could record Keanu podcast, because we're at like $45 a month out of 45 We only need a little bit more till we're making Keanu podcast. So, you know. You know you want it. You know it's my birthday, and I just want to talk about my own private Idaho. I read an entire biography of River Phoenix. I know my fucking shit. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll reread the chapter of My Own Private Idaho. It's a lot. I would read it because that sounds good as shit. And God, I want <laughs> I want to make this so bad. We got to make it happen. So Please. Patreon, water, we water yeah. us, water us, so we can water you. Uh, <laughs> we we love we love the money that you give us and your support. So thank you to all our patrons. Um, that's it for this week. We got, that's all. That's all our Patreon. That's all our uh, questions. So, yeah, podcast. Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm Age of Oddish. And if you want to follow me on Tumblr, I can't speak words, but I'm Windfall <laughs> Island there. <laughs> um, yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm uh, Alex LaVirgo. And if you want to follow me on Tumblr, I'm Dork Phoenix. Fucking hell yeah, you are. It's Virgo season and... You're just at your peak power, and I love to see it. And mm-hmm. <laughs> um, But yeah, thanks for listening to our ghost podcast, and we'll see you next week. Ooh, mohe Ooh. every day. Fuck Ooh. cops. We Blue lives cops. don't matter. <laughs> Blue lives don't matter. Boo <laughs> lives don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>